Hi, this is Jessica with Weld.com. This week we have Jeff Ray. He is from Hefner Performance and he also does custom work for Ballistic Cycles. You've already seen him on our channel do a video that was about sanitary processes, which was the first of that series with more to come. So um, now I want to um, introduce Jeff and I want him to tell us about how he got started with Weld.com. How you doing, Jess? Good. Glad to have you. Yeah, so uh, I got started with Weld.com over two years ago. Uh, my uncle had given me a call stating that his neighbor said he owned Weld.com or had some influences with Weld.com. I said, uh, I have this titanium Harley exhaust tacked together. I was like, would you like me to bring that over? He said, sure. I come over there and I present this piece to Steve and he's, he's speechless at this moment. He gets me riled up and, and brings me inside and shows me a, a PowerPoint presentation and uh, tells me about his come up and, and what he's doing here. From there, he <clears throat> explained to me that he, they had acquired weld.com at about 140,000 subscribers and within a year, they doubled that number. So he wanted me to come on and uh, weld this piece out. Uh, that was my first outing with them. So I weld this piece out for them. It was a great time meeting those guys and, and getting a collab with them. In return, they built a three-part series, building me a custom welding cart uh, for Hefner Performance. From there, they delivered it down to us and presented us with the the welding cart as well as some equipment welding machines of that sort and uh from there we made another video on some aluminum stuff like that and since then we've rekindled the relation and uh recently just did a couple titanium videos um proficient in stainless and titanium but uh i i like all kinds of welding and fabricating so uh just looking to, you know, do a lot more with Weld.com. It's uh, been a pleasure so far with them, and I'm excited for everything that they've they've offered me and that I've been able to produce for them. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're excited to have you. You've definitely brought a new aspect to the channel, especially whenever we got to see that Harley that you did, the custom twin turbo exhaust on that. And um then you started the sanitary process series, which was really good. I was really excited to watch that. I actually learned a good bit from that as well. So um, you obviously had, you had heard of Weld.com prior to meeting Steve? Absolutely. So pertaining to my titanium welding, I had never done it before. So I YouTube how to weld titanium. Coincidentally, it was a weld.com video. It was uh, Mr. Weld. And uh, from there, that's where I picked up the initial fundamentals of what to look for in the aspects of welding titanium. Uh, coming from the process industry, I was very proficient with stainless, which welds similar to the titanium. The titanium just takes a bit more attention to detail it's very meticulous the way you handle the material just welding it even um so that was my initial 
coming of knowing well.com was actually through there. And coincidentally, you know, I end up linking up with them and uh, it goes full circle. And uh, it was, it was pretty cool experience to, uh, to be a part of now that, you know, I've come to revelation with that. Yeah. They started, yeah, back in like 2011. That was Mr. Tig, right? Mr. Tig, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Weld, sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah, Wyatt is a really cool guy. Yeah, I've stayed in touch with him and I knew, you know, them back in the day. I actually came full circle as well, which I've never shared. But um, back in like 2011, I was in sales and on Twitter, I had the name Weldwire Woman. So I had that name and on Twitter, I would post about like different wires or alloys or specials that we had for welding wire. And um, the one guy who was starting weld.com, he would reach out and he would say, hey, like, do you have any like suggestions about how I could promote like weld.com whenever it was like even in like the beta phase. And I never knew like how big it really was until I got involved, you know, in the past couple months. And I wish years ago that I could have been involved because I'm really enjoying it as well, that it's a completely different aspect. And I really love the community part of it. Like in the social media, like being on Instagram and, you know, responding to comments and just like tying into everybody, women, the younger generation, the older generation, the artsy side, the automotive side. I just find it all to be super fascinating. So I've come full circle as well. So that's pretty cool. I didn't actually know that about you. Yeah, absolutely. It goes both ways, like you said. And uh, like you said, the come up of weld.com, I think it was several years running uh, prior to uh, the new owners of it now from a couple of years ago. But within one year, they doubled the number of subscribers. So they're obviously doing something right there. And since then, we've we've already doubled those numbers in just two years. So within three years, um, they've come a a long way, uh, over 500,000 subscribers now. So yeah, we're over like they're doing awesome. I think we're at like 673 right now for yeah. um, subscribers. So it's, it's going pretty good. Um, so other than weld.com, what are the best resources that have helped you along the way in your career? Like as far as like the titanium and like that being like so specific of an application, like what you do, what have been like your go-to resources? Really? where you're going to find the most information or the, the older gentlemen that have been in this industry for a long time, they got the best tips. They've been there. They've seen it all. Um, me coming into the process industry at 19, 18 years old, I was very green. Uh, not only just to welding, I had been doing it for a couple of years at that point, but, uh, being in in the field with these guys and and learning from them and the real life experiences and that's that's where you get a lot of the the knowledge from is actually getting in there and getting down with these these guys and they have the best knowledge and to me getting someone that's green and doesn't have bad habits because bad habits are hard to break and for these guys to be able to mold the next generation how they need to be before they pick up the bad habits, I think is, is probably the, the best thing that came from my come up um, in learning because these guys, like I said, they, they, they've been there, they've done that and they, they, they're going to help you be proficient at it. So that, 
I would say the old timers were, were the best other than, you know, just getting out there and doing it yourself. Because if you ask me, uh, the best way to learn something is to just get in there and do it. And you learn from your mistakes. So you do something, you figure out what works and what doesn't work. And then from there, you take what works and you learn from what didn't work. And now you know what not to do the next time and to become more proficient with the processes. Yeah, for sure. I agree with you. I'm definitely a tactile learner. Like I'm hands-on. Like if I have to sit in a room and listen to someone lecture me, I get the importance of being lectured to, you know, for certain basic things. But after I have the basics, I'm like, give it to me. Let me, let me do something. Yeah, absolutely. And I hate to, I hate to use the phrase like, and I've had, you know, not everyone is a great welder or a great fitter. So I've had, you know, fitters at times where we would have to cut stuff apart and, you know, they would make a comment like, we do it right because we do it twice. And it's actually a pretty good phrase because you're actually learning from your faults from the first time. So if you're going to, you know, do it right, it better be right the second time you had done it. But (laughs) (laughs) that's for sure, right? Time is money at that point when you get to the third time. Yeah. So is there anything that you wish that you would have known before you got started in the career? As far as something that I would have liked to known before I got into it, I don't, I don't have any, you know, oppositions to anything you know that I've encountered like it's all been good experiences like you there are times where you got to do a lot of you know not grunt work but like real hands-on stuff and you you either got to get dirty or you just gotta you know deal with the heat and you you just got to go through it and and it can be hard at sometimes and you might not want to do it but there's nothing that I I that I can think of that I would have liked to have known prior to other than just the people that you surround yourself with and the habits that you pick up because those people are in those habits are going to be what mold you and you don't want to turn into something that nobody wants to work with, you know, or you, you, you're just, your quality of work isn't, isn't there. So no one's going to work with you either. Yeah, I definitely, I always fall back on this one quote that says like growth is uncomfortable, but it's like what you need to go through to get better. Like if you want to be a hamster on a wheel and doing the same thing over and over and over again, that's, you know, then that's what you do. If you want to get off and if you want to level up or if you want to like, you know, improve what you're doing, you have to have those periods of growth that are super uncomfortable, really hard, you know, where you either doubt yourself and you go through all of those tribulations and you get to a point where then you are you know the next level yeah you you grow through what you go through yeah for sure yep what um is some advice that you could give somebody who wants to get into like this specific industry so say that there's somebody they just got out of welding school and they're following you on like Instagram or they might've seen one of your videos and like, they're like, yeah, I want to get into the automotive side or if they want to get into the sanitary and the stainless and stuff like that, what kind of advice would you give to somebody? You gotta, you gotta 
get out there and get your feet wet with every little thing. So I've, I worked several years on and off in the process industry. I've worked in fabrication shops doing a number of different processes, aluminum stuff, sheet metal stuff. Um, and then from there on and off with car shops doing automotive work, um, race car stuff mainly. And then from there I got into the exotic car shop doing the more of the exotic metals and stuff like that with the titanium and stuff. But doing all those things, you're going to get a feel for what you actually want to pursue. So it's not that I love doing one more than the other because I love doing process work. It's a totally different work environment. You just, you, you need to experience some of what you think you want to know that that's what you actually want, I guess, is, is the best advice I could give for that. So try a little bit of everything and, you know, what, what you feel works for you is going to be what works for you. It might not, it might not be what you wanted, you know, was to be working on the cars, you know, um, you might want to go work boilers or you want to go do process, or you just want to go work in a fab shop and do sheet metal work and, you don't really know until you get in there and do it. And so that, that would be just being diverse and trying everything that way, you know, that's what you want to do. And if you love it enough, then you'll continue to do it and you're going to make a lot of money doing it, get to enjoy it at the same time and provide for your family. Yeah, that's so true. And you're going to get to a point maybe 10 years in where you decide you want to change, you know, your industry, like there's, you can always do that too. Like once you have so much experience, you have the world open to you, you know, you could decide you want to go on the opposite side of the country. Maybe you want to go to another country. I mean, there's a lot of welding. We actually have a pretty big community from Canada as well. There are like a lot of Canadians that follow us. And it's, it was interesting to me, you know, that how many are involved in the, um, Facebook community and in the women of welding groups, the Canadians too. So, I mean, there's an endless amount of possibilities. If you want to work and if you look for the jobs, you'll find the jobs. Yeah. And there's, there's an infinite number of jobs. If, if, you know, they say welding, like we're the point one percenters of the world is, is what we, in, how, how many of us there are And it doesn't seem like a lot, but, the welding industry is very vast and it's, it can't go automated. We're always going to be needed. And there's the jobs range, like you said, from every end of the spectrum, you could be doing dirty work. You could be doing clean work. You could be doing art work. You know, it's, it's just all preference at that point and what you want to spend your time doing. And, and that's, you know, enjoying that at the same time. Yeah, I even enjoyed it from my perspective, just being from um, purchasing and then in sales and then like social media and marketing and stuff like that. I've even honestly enjoyed this side of it because then I have relationships that help like welders get jobs because then I know like owner operators of businesses, they share like whenever they're hiring and then I pass on that information to the groups of like welders that are looking for a job. So I kind of act like a little connection between the two. And I kind of like that aspect of the industry. Absolutely. Yeah. And I love, I love what weld.com's got going now where they're actually bringing us together and it's not just an educational welding, you know, YouTube channel anymore. Like 
we're creating a central hub and a community for the welders and, and fabricators of sort to get together. There's job listings, there's bios on people. You can, you know, see the, the work that these different individuals in different industries do and you can actually interact with these people and get knowledge from them, ask them questions and they can give you feedback that may change your mind in what industry you wanted to go into. So um, I think what they got going, bringing us together the way they are is, is, is really good for the, the welding community. Absolutely. Uh, not just here in the States, but worldwide. I'd like to see this really grow and uh, uh, it's really taken off and it's been fun so far. I can't wait to, you know, get to do more stuff. I, I'm really busy, so I don't get to shoot as much content for, for you guys as I'd like, but I, I, I do strive to, um, whether it's here in the garage or at Hefner, that is, or if I come up there to the lab and, and shoot with y'all, it's, it's all, it's all in the fun. Well, we're going to keep you busy. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I already tell you that I already have more ideas for videos and I immediately am like, that's going to Jeff. I just stagger assigning them to you. So you're not like, oh crap. <laughs> yeah. So well, I, yeah, I don't, I don't mind like the, you know, knowing about it because then it gives me time to think about it and I can, you know, elaborate on it a little more and it gives me, you know, something to look forward to. So Oh, you're uh, going to have so much stuff come your way. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not a, not a big deal. Yeah. So what would you say is um, one common myth about the welding industry that you would like to debunk? Like what's like one thing that like people think about the welding industry, but that it's not anything like that? I'm going to, I'm going to say two things and they both are pretty much the same thing. Someone asked, Hey, I need you to, you know, I got something I need you to weld. It'll take five minutes. Just it's two <laughs> cuts in a weld. That's never the case. It's yeah. never as simple as making two cuts and making a weld or two. Another one, which is pretty much the same thing is people think of welders as, you know, we just weld. That's all. I would say 95% of what I do is fabrication. 5% of what I do is welding. Um, you could be a piss poor fabricator and you're never going to be able to make a good weld because entails, it entails making good fits and making good, good pieces of fabricating to, to be able to make and execute these nice welds that people want to see and to be, um, proficient at making welds that are good welds because if you have poor fits then you're not going to have a good weld so the it kind of entails the same thing like there's it, it's more fabricating involved than what people think than just the welding aspect of it and and i guess that would be you know kind of debunking the whole like well you're a welder well i'm not i'm not a welder i'm a fabricator welder so um that's that's what I got for that. So who are three people who have been the most influential to you? Like to that maybe have inspired you to get into welding and also like maybe influenced you to do different things in welding. Well, I would definitely have to say uh, the Pope of welding, Jesse James of West Coast Choppers being number one. 
uh, when I was a kid, uh, I grew up building custom bikes with my dad in the garage. Um, and then the, in that time, Jesse James, Orange County Choppers, they were they were really big. And I would see them on there welding, you know, with the wire. And I didn't know what the weld process was called, but I knew I wanted to do that. Like, <laughs> I knew that's what I wanted to do. All from elementary school till high school, I took art. I was, I'm very articulate with my hands and, and very creative. So come into high school, I had a, a shop class. We did metal and wood. Uh, coincidentally, the same shop teacher was there from when my dad went to high school there. So he was, he was a big uh, influence on me there as well. That would be Mr. Fintel. Um, from there, in high school, I had four out of seven of my classes were shop classes by my senior year. By the time I got out of high school, I, uh, I was directed, hey, you need to go to the community college. You need to, you need to do something. You need to get a trade of some sort. I knew I wanted to weld, so I took a 48-hour night course. Uh, it's a pretty much learn as you will, you know, like, if you show up, that's on if you on you. You know, if you don't learn anything, that's on you. Um, so from there, I go in the, the welding instructor, seeing that I could stick weld no problem. I told him I wanted to learn how to TIG weld. From there, I was fusing stainless. I was adding wire to stainless, and then welding aluminum, no problem. I found a piece of tubing that he had laying there that had been purge welded, and. Uh, I'm like, man, how do they get like inside of this tube down a long run of pipe? Like that's, that's not possible. Yeah. So he said, take, take another course with me and, and we'll do some process piping. Uh, this instructor worked for Tropicana at that time. He was one of the uh, maintenance men there. So I took the second course with him and all I did was process tubing from there. He gave me a referral to a, uh, the company that does the process work for Tropicana. So that's how I got my start from the, <clears throat> excuse me, from welding school into the process industry. And uh, he had said he'd never seen someone with such a natural ability to just pick up the torch and, and weld as proficient as I was at, at such a young age already. Um, from there, I had uh, spent years at, at at Tropicana, I did work for PepsiCo, Zephyr Hills, Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, Publix, um, all over the state. I had uh, my biggest influence there would have been Chief. He was a Navajo Indian welder. He's uh, done it all. He's uh, done process. He's uh, he was an iron worker. He'd done the pipeline. Uh, you you name it. He's he's been there. Welded, done that. He was a real big influence on, like I said, being green, coming into the industry and teaching me the good habits and not, not the bad habits. And um, I really appreciate that as well as uh, Oscar Mendez. He was a, a Cuban welder and a very, very, very good welder as well. Both of them were both. All they had was good knowledge to teach me. And you know, I appreciate everything that those two did for me because they really they steered me in the right direction of um, the welder that I am today, for sure. Where did you say you met both of them at? 
that was uh with PPT Florida. It's a process company here in 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 Bradenton, Tampa area. That's nice that you got to have, you know, the the people to look up to and also those who encourage you along the way. Like I've definitely noticed that about the industry that welders are very proud, you know, of what they do. Like they definitely are interested in I mean, of course, I mean, you might get some people who don't really want to teach others, but for the vast majority, I've noticed that there are so many that want to pass on their knowledge. As long as there's somebody who's willing to show up to work and work hard and listen and really take into consideration what they're saying, Absolutely. that's my experience that they want to share what they know. Yep. And, and I like you, you stating that, that, and I was that kid when I was there, like my boss, I'd come up to him, oh, yeah, I'm done with this. You know, what, what's next? And he's like, wow, usually people would just sit around and wait for me to go, what are you doing? And, and wait for the next step, you know? And, and I'm not, I'm not built like that. Um, I'm real hands-on. I, I like to get the work done. Um, you know, I enjoy doing it, whether it's, it, you know, at Tropicana doing the process stuff. I was a certified fitter and welder with a number of welding certs, um, confined space tank entries. I've done, I, I don't know, a hundred or so, like many, many confined space entries. Um, but going out there, pulling all my measurements to build a whole run of pipe, I could build it all. I could do all my takeouts for all my fielding, my fittings. I could build everything in the bench, whether I'm the welder or the fitter. I could weld it all out. I love doing the installs. I love, you know, rework isn't the best, but um, just all around. Um, yeah. Where can um, people find you on uh, connect with you? I'm only on Instagram. So at Titanium Ray is my uh, IG name. You can check out some of the, the work I got there. Post uh, to my story quite a bit. I try to stay up on that. I don't have Facebook or anything like that. I've never been very interactive or boasting of myself. So I don't, I don't, it's weird for me to actually start posting stuff because I've got umpteen thousands of pictures on my phone of just the quality and work I do and not just welding, but the fabrication side of it. And uh, that no one has seen the light of day of these pictures. And, and I'm really happy to actually get to share this with people now. Um, it's not that I've been holding out like, you know, like waiting for the time to do so. I just, I've never been real ego driven to whereas like you were saying, like wanting to spread the knowledge. That's, that's what I get out of this. The most is I can't take all this knowledge with me. So while I'm here, I'm going to give it to as many people as I can. And by being with you guys, that's substantially going to help, help me do so. Mm -hmm. And maybe it will inspire another kid to try to do what I'm doing, you know, or want to be better than me, which is fine because I'm not saying I'm the best or I will be the best ever, but I'm always going to think the most of myself because I know I tried my hardest on that, you know, and if you didn't, then you know, you didn't, you know, then consciously, consciously, you'll be the one that, that knows that. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've been, I've been the guy where I had someone tag me in a, a turbo system on their car. And this is several years ago before I even got into doing this car stuff. Um, it was, it was a simple turbo system for like a Honda. And I was like, Oh bro, like I could build you something like that. 
and the guy who built it comments like, oh, well, you, you couldn't do that, da 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 you know? And I'm like, no, I'm not saying, like, I, I couldn't not do that. I'm saying I do the same type of work. Like, I could build you a turbo system like such, you know? And it just the attitude the guy gave me, like, I could see that mindset, you know? And I just, like, that's not how I would want to interact with people or have that perception of people. And wouldn't you know, several years later, now look where I'm at. I'm working on, he has now moved up from the Hondas into the cars that I work on as well. So I would, I would, I would say, yeah, we're in competition with each other. I'm not going to put names out there, but just that gives me an image of like how I perceive this guy, you know, and I don't never want to be perceived as that. I just want to, you know, diligently do my work, you know, create, what I want to create and uh, share the knowledge that I do have and be able to help, you know, grow the industry because it's not going anywhere. Um, Hopefully with well.com we'll just be able to, you know, widen the range and and broaden the range of the people that this reaches um, to, uh, to get more people, you know, interested in the industry, not saying it's a, a dying industry or anything, but, the times are changing. These 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 guys that have been in the industry for a long time are going to start to get out of it here soon. And these this next generation is who it's going to be dependent upon to, to carry the torch. For and sure. I'm still I'm still relatively young myself. I'm only 28 years old. Um, I know I, I look way younger, but uh, <laughs> I I still got a lot of time. I got a lot of cool cool things. I I still want to do it. Uh, with welding and and I know I have yet to reach my pinnacle so no I you just definitely bring a really cool aspect like I said and I mean the one thing that I love about you is that whenever you post a video and you know when it's getting posted and I shared it with you that like you paid attention to like people asking questions and you were right there in the comments to you know interact with people and like that's the community aspect that we're trying to bring to weld.com is that, you know, if you have technical questions about anything that they see you do, you know, that they can come to you and that they can message you, they can find you on Instagram, they can go on our forum, they can go to weld.com and make a free member profile. They can post something about, you know, anything that they're seeing in the field or, you know, if they want to start working on something, they can post a picture if they're not sure of it and you can meet them on there and, and help them out with any troubleshooting or anything. Absolutely. And that's, that's, like I said, I have, I haven't been about, you know, being interactive or anything like for years, like I haven't, like I said, I didn't really post my work out there. So I didn't really have that interaction with people. But since I am in this position now to where, yeah, I'm spreading this knowledge and I have to interact with these people. Like, it's nice to be able to see the feedback that they give me because it is, whether it's good or bad, like constructive criticism is how you learn, you know, whether it's good or bad criticism. Um, So not just from that, but any questions they have, you know, I'm not opposed to trying to help anyone out with figuring out what it is they're asking. Um, You know, even if I don't understand the question, could you reiterate this in a better way that, you know, I can understand it and be able to give you uh, a good response to, to help you? Yeah. And and as well as thanking them, because I know like, you know, you don't have to like the video, you don't have to comment, but you took the time 
out of your day, not just to watch me, but to then, you know, give me a thumbs up that you like it and a comment like, Hey, you're doing good kid. You know, keep going. You're only going to get better with being able to present yourself on camera, which, you know, is going to come with time. Like I've always been, uh, not wanting to be, you know, the center of attention, like standing up, presenting myself. Um, so that, that in that aspect, I, that's where I'm trying to learn. So it's, it's kind of nice working with girl. <laughs> yep. I'm more, I'm, this is more my, my speed, the podcast vibe. I'll no, leave and this, this video to you. This is good because this is what people have lost. You know, like I said, I'm not, on social media like how it is so it hasn't really affected my life in a negative way like I've seen it has done for many of people in this world over the past couple of years now and uh just not letting you know what other people say affect you because that that has a big play in someone's mindset like the negative feedback from things like that and people that just like make it a mockery to just talk down on everyone and just try to create trouble you know and it's like that's unnecessary like take that energy and put it into something else that's actually like worth it for you other than like just getting people to like look down on you you know or wanting to beat you up for what you said and whatnot so yeah we have the perfect thing to say to that i I think it's uh run your welder and not your mouth that's a good one (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we could definitely end on that note, but I I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me, and I'm excited to see the next couple episodes you have coming out, and I'm sure that we'll probably touch base again because you're going to have, you know, some other things you do that people may have not seen before, and we can always jump on again, and I'd love to have you back. Absolutely. Yeah, I got I got some things in the works already that I'm, I'm planning, you know, but as far as uh, those being more you know, creative, you know, extensive, you know, builds that is, but I do like getting into the technical um, aspect of it. And that's, that's, you know, not only just showing the artistic ability and the fabrication skills that I have, but being able to share just the, the little tips and the stuff that you don't realize that makes your job easier to being more proficient and, and managing your time better and with how you work even like is a big factor with me. Like it's not just my abilities of the work that I do, but it's how I do my work. And that's, that's what, you know, it stands out and, and your bosses will see that and you'll go far. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, I will talk to you later. All right. Let's get at it. Uh, On to the next video.